0: Clinical Issues by Julie Kahn Surgical Side Infection Risk with Allogenic Blood Administration Question Is it true that allergenic blood transfusions can increase the risk of a surgical side infection? What criteria should physicians use to determine if allergenic blood products should be administered to patients intraoperatively? Answer There may be an increased risk for a surgical side infection with intraoperative blood transfusions during total joint arthroplasty procedures, but it should not affect the decision to transfuse blood when it is clinically necessary to support optimal perioperative patient outcomes. Recent evidence on the clinical patient effect of receiving blood has focused on multiple indicators of morbidity and mortality after blood transfusions and rates of surgical site infection are just one of many outcomes reviewed. Clinical decision-making related to transfusions is becoming more comprehensive. The Association for the Advancement of Blood and Biotherapies, AABB, formerly the American Association of Blood Banks, states that healthcare providers should not only consider the patient's hemoglobin level, but also alternative therapies, patient preferences, and overall clinical context. In 2021, the Society of Thoracic Surgeons, the Society of Cardiovascular Anesthesiologists, the American Society of Extracorporeal Technology, and the Society for the Advancement of Patient Blood Management published a comprehensive clinical practice guideline on patient blood management. The main tenets of the guideline are 1. Managing anemia. 2. Optimizing coagulation. 3. Implementing interdisciplinary blood conservation modalities, for example, cell salvaging. And 4. Practicing patient-centered decision-making to achieve improved patient outcomes. One part of a comprehensive approach to patient blood management is the use of restrictive transfusion triggers, that is, hemoglobin between 7 and 8 grams per deciliter, instead of liberal transfusion triggers, that is, hemoglobin between 8 and 10 grams per deciliter or hemoglobin between 9 and 10 grams per deciliter. Several professional organizations and authors of a systematic review support the use of restrictive transfusion triggers in hospitalized, hemodynamically stable patients. The AABB recommends a restrictive transfusion trigger of 8 grams per deciliter in orthopedic and cardiac surgery patients and patients with pre-existing cardiovascular disease because of a lack of evidence in all patient categories. The AABB guideline authors acknowledge that there is probably not much difference between a hemoglobin level of 7 grams per deciliter and 8 grams per deciliter. It is important to note that a normal hemoglobin level is greater than 12 grams per deciliter. This developing comprehensive approach has several implications for perioperative nurses to consider. For instance, in cardiac surgery patients, healthcare providers may increase their focus on identification and treatment of preoperative anemia, management of preoperative antiplatelet and anticoagulant therapeutic agents intraoperative blood salvage for patients on cardiopulmonary bypass, and postoperative fluid management. The benefits of a comprehensive approach to patient blood management are reduced rates of patient blood transfusion, which reduces the risk of errors and transfusion reactions, and conservation of limited resources. As always, perioperative nurses should ask patients and families about the use of blood and blood products before a procedure so they can assist with planning and advocate for the patient's medical autonomy during decisions that occur intraoperatively. If a patient finds the use of blood or blood products acceptable, has given consent, has no history of allergic reactions, and is at risk for a large amount of blood loss during the procedure, then it is also important to determine what blood products are currently available for the patient or discuss the need for blood product orders or cell salvage use preoperatively with the surgeon.